Hello, everyone. This is Marie Finger with our amazing new podcast, Wild and Beautiful Women. This podcast is sponsored by Wild Organics, wildorganicliving.com. Wild Organics offers all natural wellness products to enhance your skin, body, and wellness. Living healthy is living wild. Hello everyone, this is Marie with Wild and Beautiful Women, and this is our first episode of our Wild and Beautiful Women podcast, and I have Miss Lauren McCready with me today. She is my podcast partner, and she owns a company called Ultimate Marketing and Promotions. She's one of my wonderful clients and great friends, and we're so excited to start our first podcast. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Marie. Thank you so much for having me on here. This is going to be such a wonderful podcast. I'm super excited to start this series. So I guess the main, first, most important question is what does wild and beautiful mean to you? Well, I started the wild, wanted to start this Wild and Beautiful Woman podcast. Um, I have been in the skincare industry for almost 23 years. I've been doing um, wellness and genetics for about seven years now due to my own um, health issues. And I think there's so much information that about not only my life, um, experiences that I've had, positive things in my life, negative things in my life, and and so many different questions that women have about their health, their beauty, um, you know, their mental health. And, you know, I I have so much information and so many stories to, to share with people. And it's a podcast and something I've been wanting to start for years and years. And I do have to give a shout out to Ms. Carrie Green from She Means business, um, the Women's Entrepreneur Association. I've been listening to a lot of her podcasts and she's really given me the courage and the information and just the drive to get this podcast started. And with your help and just being my podcast partner, um, I'm just so excited um, to, to do this. Perfect. Guys, you should be very excited to listen to everything that Marie has to say because I have learned so much and even just the past year with her helping me with my skincare and regimens and just night and day difference with everything and just life in general. So um, the other main question with Wild and Beautiful is what does living wild and beautiful mean to you? Obviously being beautiful and, you know, not only just that, but the soul as well. But when you named your spa Wild and Beautiful and then you have Wild Organics and it just kind of continuously goes on. What does truly living wild and beautiful mean to you? Well, there's so many, um, you know, with with our healthcare industry being the way that it is, the sick care system is what I call it, and then, you know, different types of beauty products and all the toxins and things that we put into our body that we don't even realize is so much poison and that we're sticking into our body and just understanding how to live more healthy, how to live a more wild type of life, um, you know, meaning just, you know, doing... I think women don't do enough for themselves. They feel guilty constantly. I, you know, I had a, a client in yesterday that spent a little bit of money. She's going to a wedding. I believe it's her son's wedding, and she was feeling guilty about doing something for herself. And you know, we tend to take care of everybody else, and we don't take care of ourselves. And it's so important for our mental health, and you know, just the stress relief. You know, even if it's going just to get a massage, you know, once a month, it's something that we need. Need to do as women to just be able to stop 
and take care of ourselves so we can be our best selves for others. And, you know, with Wild and Beautiful and Wild Organics, both of my companies, I, you know, want to encourage women and teach women to learn how to live healthier, to eat better, to choose better foods, to choose better skincare products, um, to choose, you know, every day to make a decision to exercise, you know, and um, and so that's really what I want to be able to teach, um, you know, women to be able to take care of themselves better and understand what they're putting in their body, what choices that they have, and to take time for themselves, you know, to just be healthier. Right. Well, and the number one thing that, you know, we're really going to harp on in this entire podcast series is really not only beauty as far as like on the outside, but on the inside. And, you know, you definitely went through a journey of figuring out a lot of different things on the inside as well. And what was going on with your body and being able to help women who might be going through the same exact thing, which is going to be something that's really, really exciting too. So, um, with this podcast, I know that we're also going to be talking about wild organics and the organic side of things as well. And really teaching people the importance of maybe not being on the pill game as much and, and really being able to help their bodies in that way too. So I'm really excited for you to be able to sure. teach all of your knowledge that you have on that. So Well, and how I, you know, we'll get back to the beauty part of it because I've done that for almost 23 years now. But when I was in my mid-30s, and now I'm almost in my mid-50s, um, but when I was in my mid-30s, I was weight training. I thought I was in the best shape of my life. I was kickboxing, I was getting ready to, um, I was training for a figure competition, and uh, literally overnight, I, I woke up one morning and I, I felt very achy. My, my neck was hurting, my hands were hurting, my feet were hurting, and I felt extreme fatigue. And I thought, you know, I really feel like I'm getting the flu. I, I just really didn't know what was going on with my body. And several days had passed, I, you know, I didn't have a fever. Um, I just, just did not feel good. And I had an appointment with my gynecologist the next week. I'd been seeing him for years and years, and I went to him and was talking to him about, you know, he always would ask me, you know, how are you doing? How's your family? You know, and I started talking to him about how I was feeling. And he said, you know, well, you know, Marie, it really sounds like you might have MS. And it, oh my gosh, it scared me to death. And so he said, you know, I'm going to refer you out to an MS doctor. And I got home immediately, did not wait for his referral. I called, uh, you know, and made an appointment. And I went into that particular neurologist who was an MS physician. And he did a couple of strength tests on my hands and did the little, um, you know, test on my knees. And and he said, you know, you don't have MS and, uh, you know, kind of sent me on my way. And I thought, well, okay. So then I went to a general doctor and they did some blood work and all my blood work was normal. And I found myself going from doctor to doctor to doctor. And I had never gone to doctors before. So I, I, I didn't know the healthcare, um, system at the time. And I believed everything my doctor said. And, you know, they started prescribing medication for me to treat my symptoms. You know, one of the first medicines I got on was a medicine called amitriptyline. And I was, it was a uh, antidepressant that they used to treat pain because I was having pain just kind of everywhere in my body, not at that point, just my neck, my hands, my feet, but my arms were hurting really bad. And 
Um, so they put me on amitriptyline and I was always very fit and in shape and, and um, a good weight for my height. And one of the side effects said, you know, gain weight. And I thought, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to gain weight. And the other side effects didn't seem all that bad. And so I started taking amitriptyline and I did start to feel a little bit better, but I started to gain pound after pound after pound. And I still wasn't feeling very good. You know, the only way I could describe it, and it sounded like the doctors looked at me like I was crazy when I said, you know, my muscles just feel sick. Um, I actually changed my mattress, not once, not twice, but three times, thinking, oh, it's when I sleep, I wake up, I feel like I've been run over by a truck, you know, maybe it's my mattress, and I need to get a more comfortable mattress, and that didn't help at all. And I... um, remember going to one of the doctors and he said, you know, we don't find anything wrong with you. We're just going to send you to the pain guy. He put in quotes, you know, and I thought the pain guy. So I ended up going into pain management and I was put on Vicodin and, and I can't even remember. I have a drawer full of medications that I used to be on. And, and at one point I was on 10 to 12 different medicines at one time and I felt horrible. And I remember one day I said, you know, I, I'm, I just feel terrible. I was getting constipated all the time. I was having anxiety. I couldn't sleep. I was gaining all this weight. I mean, I went from a size two up to a size eight, um, in my, my pant size. And I, I thought I can't do this anymore. I have to find out what's wrong with me. There is something wrong with me. And I was married at the time. And even my husband said, you know, maybe it's in your head, you know, maybe it is in your head, which is so overwhelming for me because I thought, okay, have I lost my mind? Am I crazy? Am I making this up? How could I not be feeling this way? And I really started to question myself. And so I gathered up all that medicine and I tossed it in a bag, which I still have to this day. And we'll be doing some videos and I'll show you all the medications that I used to take that I don't take anymore. And I really started doing a lot of research on food. And so I started doing food rotations. And then I saw uh, an episode with Melissa Melissa Hasselbeck, um, who used to be on The View. And before she was doing the show The View, she had gone on Survivor. And her her, um, uh, interview that they were doing with her Uh, She said, you know, she wasn't feeling well for about 10 years and she was going to all these different doctors and then she went over on Survivor and when you go on Survivor, you know, you don't get food. Mm -hmm. Like everybody on Survivor doesn't have food. It's very limited. Yeah, very limited. And so they're getting grub worms and, you know, all the things that they get over there. But everybody was just suffering and she was thriving and she was like, oh my gosh, whatever's going on with me, it's got to be my food. And what happened was she went back to the States after being on Survivor and went to her doctors and they found that she had celiac disease and so a gluten intolerance. So I thought, okay, I have a gluten intolerance. That's what it is. Well, I got off gluten and that's not what it was. I didn't feel any better. And at this point, I had also progressed into having severe stomach issues. And um, it was just such a depressing and, and downward spiral of my life. And I I just really didn't know what to do. It was emotionally depressing. It was stressful. 
I still went to work every single day, but at the end of the day, because I put on my happy face all day long, and at the end of the day, I would just sit on the floor and I would just bawl my eyes out because I just felt terrible. And my whole life had become so small. I had a big life. I had friends and things that I wanted to do and places that I went all the time and exercising at the gym and running on the trails. And suddenly I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't feel like socializing. My friends thought that I was very reclusive or I would make plans with them because I'd have days where I felt a little bit better. And I'd make plans. Oh yeah, girl, I'll come do that next week with you. And the next week would come and I would feel horrible. And I would cancel the plans. And you know, on the outside, I looked fine. On the inside, I was dying. And um, that just started a path to, um, you know, at that time I was, I was, I probably saw 30 plus doctors and I stopped going to doctors and just suffered for years and years and years. And then I met a wonderful new physician about eight years ago who did genetic testing. I went into his office first. I went into his office and I saw people in wheelchairs. I saw autistic children in his office. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm in, what am I doing here? And I um, went in, they did a couple of these little tests on me um, that were, I didn't know at the time, were tests that he had created. And when he came in the room, he sat down with me and, you know, of course I was really struggling. I had gotten much worse at that point. And he sat down with me and he was the first person that validated, you actually are a very sick woman, Marie. And I, I couldn't believe that he finally validated there's something really wrong with me. And he told me all these different things like methylation and glutathione and um, you know, your mitochondria and all these things I had never, like, I never, I mean, I knew about mitochondria, but I didn't know about methylation or glutathione. Like, what are these things and why have I never learned about them? And he did my genetic testing and then I went in a couple weeks later and he went over everything with me. And then at that point, I was still on, um, I was, I had gone back into pain management because I'd gone for about six, eight months without doing anything and I was just really suffering. So I went back to pain management reluctantly. And I um, got back on Vicodin. So I'd have my AM Vicodin and my PM Vicodin. And the really interesting thing is, is that when I'd go to my pain management doctor, he would ask me every time, would you like a midday dose? (laughs) And I was, yeah. And I was never asking for extra medicine, but it was like he was pushing me to take extra medicine. So I found that really interesting um, and learned a lot and we'll talk more about you know the sick care system and some other episodes but um, so I was on some Vicodin at that time and so this particular physician started me on some methylfolate and glutathione and different types of natural supplements that matched what my genetics were and um, basically the biochemistry of the body wasn't functioning properly and so based on my genes and my biochemical weaknesses he started feeding me supplementation and I'd asked him you know will I be able to get off my Vicodin and he said yes and I said when and he said you'll know when and honestly it was just a couple of months I stopped taking any other medications and it really wasn't until about five months and you would think I would have really noticed getting better but this is the the very interesting thing 
my morning routine used to be where I would get up in the morning and literally I would get out of bed and I felt like I was an 80 year old woman or a hundred year old woman. I have some great 80 year old woman <laughs> patients that are like outstanding. So a little to say, I felt like a hundred year old woman, but I would get out of bed in the morning and I would be really hunched over. I was so stiff and achy and I would drag myself to the coffee pot and I would make my coffee and I'd go sit down and I would think, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this day? And I would do some stretches because I had such stiff muscles and just absolutely no energy. And one morning I was outside watering my plants and I thought, because my dogs sleep in a kennel at night, so I thought, I'm going to go get the dogs out of the kennel and make my coffee. Wait a minute. I didn't go in and make my coffee first thing this morning. And it was such an overwhelming aha moment for myself that my morning routine had changed without me even thinking about it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm feeling better. And I got really scared at that point though. I thought, what if this, what if, what if, what if I feel bad? Oh my gosh, is this real? It was so surreal to me because I had forgotten what it was like to feel good. It's not that you get used to it, but you get used to it. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling better and I had forgotten what it was like to feel better. And I realized then just how really sick I had been. And I, one of the first things my doctor put me on was CBD. And I never knew what CBD was. I knew there was hemp seeds. I knew there was um, marijuana. Um, but I never knew there was such a thing as CBD. And at the time that he had recommended CBD for me, which was years ago, was very controversial still. And um, But I had tried it. I found some and tried it. And it was one of the first things that relieved some of my symptoms. And so as I started to learn about all of these natural products and genetic testing, I got the privilege of training under this doctor. And then I studied epigenetics. And here I am today with a with such a different, you know, when you have these types of genes, let me just explain, they're not very nice. Mm. And it doesn't mean that I feel 100% all the time, but I've had about a 70 to 75% change in my health, which is huge. And there's times that I feel better and there's times that I feel worse. And it has a lot to do with throwing salt into the wound, meaning the foods that I eat, the sleep that I get, the stress that I'm under. But I don't take harsh drugs. I take all natural supplementation. I take CBD. And I also went on a mission to learn about CBD because I was so fascinated with what is this? Why does it do what it does? And so here I am today and I want to educate other women to take control of their health, to know that if you're having symptoms like I had, you are not alone, you're not crazy, and there is something that you can do about it. And so that's why we're here and doing this podcast. And that's what living wild and beautiful means to you because life is a journey. And like you said, you woke up one day and all of a sudden it didn't feel well and that affected years of your life without knowing. And then you woke up how many years later and then your life was changed again because of you finding the genetic testing and everything, which we will have another series on, um, within this series of genetic testing. And it's fast. It's a fascinating world. Like you have opened up my eyes to stuff that you don't even, you don't hear much about genetic testing. You hear, Hey, go on this diet. Hey, be gluten free. Hey, do this or this. And it should work for everybody. But what people don't realize is everybody's bodies are different and everybody needs different things. So living wild and beautiful is a perfect 
example of that is so right right yeah and with it with you know doing genetic testing it's just very specific to you and how you're built it's like the puzzle you are this puzzle and here's all the pieces to this puzzle and it is you and and you you're born with certain sets of genes and we have hundreds of genes um and these are common genes that are looked at and they're specific to very common symptoms that are treated with a pill typically to treat the symptom, but the cause of why you have come down with that symptom or that diagnosis or whatever it may be, there is a reason behind it, typically a reason genetically behind what is going on with you. And the genes are very fascinating because they match every time when I see a client and I do their genetic testing and they're feeling a certain way, the genes match every single time. And, um, you know, it is extremely fascinating world, so much more to learn. I mean, and it's evolving every single day, you know, and there are specific gene tests, you know, like the BRCA1, you know, that's the breast cancer gene, which is not a common gene to have. But these genes that are looked at are very common to about more than 75% of the population. And um, it's just fascinating to understand your genes. Um, we have a new panel out for weight loss. And so we're going to talk a lot about that as well. Um, but it, the genetics are just extremely fascinating and I'm living it. It's not something that I just went and learned and said, hey, let's implement this in your life. This is how I got to where I am today. I don't think I would be here. You know, and and the sad thing is, and the, but the truth is this, is that I was extremely suicidal. And I want to cry. But I felt horrible. And I just didn't know what to do about it. And it took years of my life um, to get well, to learn that I wasn't crazy, that there was something I could do about how I was feeling. But it took years of my life, 13 years I was sick, 13 years without any answers and I'm now 20 years later you know on such a path to be able to share my story and um, hopefully help a lot of people which you already have and you will continue to do so yeah perfect well guys continue listening we have so much content and material for you guys a lot of different I guess you could say categories even yeah on um, all these different things, health, beauty, wellness, um, mindset, mental. So um, definitely stay tuned because this is one that you definitely don't want to miss. Yeah, absolutely. I have a lot of stories to tell and some are going to be very personal. Um, You know, just because I, I want women young or old to know that no matter what you go through, no matter what you're going through, like I said, I was suicidal. So I want to go back to that really quickly. I was suicidal. I would never be... I, things change every day. We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. So we have to get through today so we can get to tomorrow. But I felt lost and alone and, and didn't know where to turn. And I didn't know how much longer I would be able to take the discomfort and the pain that I was going through. But I have a beautiful family that I would never leave. And so if you're feeling those emotions, know that tomorrow is a new day. And it could be the day that changes your entire life. 
to be just more wonderful than you could even imagine. So if that's how you're feeling, just hang on until the next day because things will always get better, I promise. Thank you so much for listening to our first podcast, Wild and Beautiful Women. Again, it's sponsored by Wild Organics, wildorganicliving.com. Everyone have a wonderful, wild and beautiful day.